Okay, so I have two cold opens. And I don't know which, which do you care which one goes first? I have like a I don't I, a, I don't know. I, a, I don't know. I can't choose. There is no point in choosing if I do not know what I'm choosing. Okay, I'll do the I'll do the cringe one first and then I'll do Fox, yeah, so we can edit it out easier. I'll, yeah, and then I'll do the the better one second. All right. Yeah. So I was going to say, you know, post uh post the last week's meeting, city council meeting, it's so great that we have such a woke mayor, Mayor Linda Gordon ending racism like she did she signed the bill into law the no knock ban racism is over how is this a cold open well i'm just saying i'm this just my thought this just sounds like a just like a leftover stock footage from last episode <laughs> i take that that's a thumbs down i just like i'm i can't even focus on this podcast because i'm just like putting my face into this pop filter <laughs> guys Aaron went to a uh, went to the doo-wop shop to get a microphone cable to uh, we, uh, we broke uh, one of our microphone cables broken um, and uh, they also picked up uh, a pop filter and well you um, don't have to use it you can take it it's, off it, it you can move it out of the way it would feel so rude of me to not use it but yeah, you don't have to when I it's use okay. it I mean my guy's my full face I am like in <laughs> this pop filter <laughs> I don't have to see anyone anymore it's just me you don't have to use me. it like that it's like i'm sitting in a dark closet like from my perspective all i see is, is <laughs> just my generous generous hairline and their headphones and just a black circle yeah it's uh, quite amazing i and i just want to keep pushing further into it <laughs> got to see my nose imprint through the pop filter got my eyeglasses through the pop filter um yeah, what's your second call? Well, my open? second one actually is tangential oh. to the to this to oh. the doo-wop shop, and that's oh, really? because I've I've now been radicalized by Nicholasville Road. Oh, uh, you, would you go to? What'd you do? Well, I drove on it during rush hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And here, well, here's the thing, though. Here's, I could have given you some advice on how to uh, safely navigate. Exactly. South well, Lexington. see, I I actually didn't do it right because I forgot about the lane change thing, so I was driving. Wow. In the turn lane, and then I'm like, oh shit. Jeez, you really are gone. Wow. Yeah, I just like forgot that that was a thing that we did as Tru a society. That's a thing Ladies, that they truly like, someone not from South Lexington. Truly, I've never like I don't go on Nicholasville Road. Okay, I, I'm only around wow. like the north north side. What a, what a fancy life you live. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, I don't drive hardly. Um, bike and walk everywhere. But anyway, wow. I'm driving. I'm driving in like the turning lane, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm driving in the turning lane because I'm I'm turning left on a Nicholasville Road, and I'm like, hop. Look at all these chumps turning right onto uh, like Cooper or whatever. And all these guys standing in line. Well, I'm not. I'm not turning right on Cooper, so I'm just going to keep going straight. And boy, was I wrong. Yeah, boy, were you wrong. So I had to turn left, and and then I had. To, it was a whole thing. So yeah. and Nicholasville Road. Um, <laughs> cancel it now, please. Cancel. I. This is so funny to hear um, so that that even my own podcast co-host, we were supposed to be big brain people. So sad to see that even my own podcast co-host failed to successfully navigate Nicholasville Road, um, a road that I have driven for uh, five years straight now, no problems every day. Well, isn't that nice that you just live here yeah. in Lexington, that you're from Lexington? Yeah, I mean, well, you would hope that the uh, people that run Lane would be from Lexington, right? Well, I've lived here for... Uh, don't, even, don't reveal those numbers. 
trade secret. Single digit amount of years. All right. Is that is, is that is is that what you count as a cold open? I guess so. I All don't right. Know. Interesting. Are we ready? That's funny. I mean, why not? Right. I mean, hit us. All right. It's the 29th of June. 2021 you guys are listening to lame the lexington administration marxist experience whoa wow we're really giving administration away to this one that's crazy well yeah with side b oh wow yeah everyone's um we uh are the only podcast in lexington uh you guys can follow us on twitter at lame pod (laughs) fuck yeah now i'm so down If only I, I could see your beautiful reaction through the pop you don't filter. Have to, look, you don't have to do this. No, you can I'm lower. Deep. You I can feels, lower the microphone. No, it feels so comforting. Comforting to just uh, <laughs> live. It's like a, <laughs> all I see is a black fucking void on Jenny's face. Anyway, we're the only podcast in Lexington that matters. Got in a smaller we, pop filter. You can you can you can follow us on Twitter. At hey, you're, pod. Breaking, you're breaking this. You're you not. Can, you can email us at lexlamepod at gmail.com. Yeah, all right. Uh, you can leave us some fucking stars on iTunes. I don't care. No, I need all five stars. Look, you're putting that in front of your face intentionally at this point, and I'm not oh, going to comment. Is, I'm not going to comment on this anymore. It is intentional. I was. I'm, I just mosey right on up to this. All thing. right, we have two sides. We're going to start side A. Oh, really? Side A. So as um as as Lenin once said, all power to side A. Um, so the Fayette Mall, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's, uh, we're here, um, and they're, they're coming back open. And why is this? It's because it's everyone's favorite holiday, the 4th of July. (laughs) So I don't know about you all, but I've been in a pretty uh, deep, uh, depressive spiral in these over these last few days because I've been, uh listening to podcast about the central intelligence agency again and um uh i i feel horrible i don't know about you all i've been listening to a lot of uh the the only other good podcast citations needed um <laughs> and then i've been listening to that about uh all of their i've been listening to the bill gates episode citations needed fails to make me suicidal enough i think mm-hmm. a good podcast makes you want to die out of hopelessness and um uh, we hope to provide that here on the show today well i mean this is the this is why we're so successful right because people actually love listening to our podcast people are actually crazy about this one we can't kill our listenership yeah well i'm not i'm not and i'm not saying we should um i'm uh just here to celebrate um our uh, beautiful very evil country um on its birthday uh, a little gift for you um america we're doing this podcast episode today on the uh 29th greatest country in the nation greatest country in the nation folks kentucky um all right ladies and gentlemen um so they're returning normal operating hours but check it the um the fayette mall yeah the fayette mall the fayette mall is finally reopened we've done it folks um but uh they're (laughs) they're keeping the uh youth as the the um ban on all minors um well, it's not very uh, open to Eastern Kentucky. I know. Yeah, right. It's crazy. If you're under the age of 18 and or a, a eighth generation coal miner, do not come to this uh, to this mall. Um, so this is something that they instituted in February. Although um, when I went to look at the actual article again on on the Herald Leader, it said it was um, I, they must have updated it August 27th because they t- keep talking about the uh, the shooting August that happened. The fam- yeah, August 27th, 2020. 
And this band oh. was uh, February 20-somethingth of 2020. What are they fucking doing? What are you doing? Are they fucking sawzawing into your closet? Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're hearing this. Some, it sounds it's like showing, it's showing up. I can hear it in the. Oh, I can just because you. I, it, it sounds like someone is trying to break through into We're breaking Aaron's, through lame studios. Break. They're trying to break into lame studios with a uh, full with a uh, fully charged electronic toothbrush, um, and just just shoving it into the wall. Obviously, it's it's our enemies, the false podcast, the fascist fascist adventure of. Uh, <laughs> Lexington, and then whatever SE stands That's, for. You can't, <laughs> you can't pull these things if you don't. Um, if you're not, if you're not ready for it. Sexism but, everywhere. That's what that would be. The, the sexism everywhere and sexism everywhere. Wow. Um, very curious to see what their listenership is like. Where did they go? You think it's a vacuum? It's possible. It could be a vacuum. Well, anyway, it's gone. Anyway, now. the Faya Mall though is opening. The Faya, which is more important. <laughs> it's really not important. I hope. I hope I see none of you at this mall. Not like I would be going. Um, so, um, I'm. I've printed out. Uh, I was going to print out my uh, Herald, the Herald Leader articles even, that I was reading don't today. Don't even start this. Don't even start. Aaron decided no, don't to. Don't publicly shame me on the podcast. <laughs> like this. I've suffered enough. I've suffered enough from you today and the rest of the podcast. Aaron, Aaron don't took need, it upon himself to print out. <laughs> to print out the whole the articles. Look, we don't have to. We don't have to go this but far, like, ladies and gentlemen. You can still turn around. You don't just, have to go there. They just take control P on the whole website over here. And I I walked into Lame Studios today with just a stack of paper. So we'll see we'll see how this um This wasn't in my collective bargaining agreement to be humiliated on the air. There's like no this. collective bargaining agreement. We're not a real corporation. Not yet. Not yet, folks, unfortunately. Um so all right. Take your time. Jenry is just reading. <laughs> yeah, I'm just reading these gigantic fucking pieces of paper. It's like 32 point well, font. The the Fayette Mall is opening again. Does that mean the Apple Store is opening back up again? Okay, yeah, this is huge. The Apple Store, um, yeah, they're opening. They're fully open back up technically, but like open back up to who? Who will be going back to the Fayette Mall? Um, uh, my favorite part is a uh, proof of. So if you are a minor. You have to be accompanied by someone who's 21 years or older. And um, proof of age will be required if the age of youth and or parent or legal guardian is not easily determined. Those who age, those whose age cannot be determined and those who lack identification will be asked to leave the property. So, um, yeah. Uh, you may ask yourself, why did they do this? Surely they did not do this in response to the shootings, obviously, because the... Uh, this policy was rolled out in February, uh, a relatively quiet time for the mall, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have the scoop for you. I haven't seen it really covered on here. Let me just check. Yeah, it wasn't covered in this Herald Leader um, article. I don't think it's ever been covered. But uh, from knowing people who work at the mall, um, who were minors, um, apparently the mall had quite an issue with uh, everyone's favorite subject in Lexington. Uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. No one even talks about this. This was so crazy. Um, human trafficking. Um, apparently, uh, 
apparently the human trafficking at the mall was um things were so bad uh that when um this uh unnamed reporter um used to work at the mall in 2019 uh they would be in early 2020 they would be um when they got off work at night their manager would like walk with them like walk them to their walk across the mall and walk them out to the parking lot to their car um like it just uh, 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 this the the fear the terror that one lives in um uh at the mall is uh, real it's palpable and the fact that the mall simply decided <sighs> take your time what I'm trying to say here is that, like, I have this letter to the editor that was published in late February, um, and uh, Aaron very lovingly printed every single letter to the editor on this article. And you not... linked it in the agenda, docs. I didn't. I wasn't done. <laughs> <laughs> so someone writes in, and um, uh, now that you're armed with this information about the human trafficking thing, um, uh, you feel I bet you feel pretty dumb uh, for feel pretty bad for the. Uh, for this writer they wrote nix the mall curfew the curfew on teens at the mall should be reconsidered many of the kids who come there on the weekends are spending money they have earned it will hurt businesses in the after 4 p.m weekend curfew is enforced i've been in the mall very often on friday and saturday nights and i've seen large groups of middle schoolers walking around i've never seen any of them carrying guns <laughs> as as I have adults or doing anything that would be considered dangerous. The mall just gives them a safe place to meet and eat and shop and be with friends. Also, if there is an age limit at all, it should be under age 16 at the most. If a person is considered old enough to drive and hold a job, surely he or she should be able to shop. Maybe Fayette Mall should hire more security officers rather than the dictator who comes to the mall and who does it. While they're at it, could they please hire some housekeepers to clean those filthy public bathrooms? I love shopping at the mall, but... Maybe this is just another way of management saving money and shutting mouths. That's Susan F. Jones in Lexington, February 29th, 2020. I hope you're doing well, Susan. This is Fayette Mall defunding the police. Yeah, honestly. Um, oh, there's my other paper. Just like, I love that. I didn't have the whole thing, but I really I really wanted to take every piece of paper you printed out and just sort of like, like rifle it this in is, the... Listener, uh, this is what I get for trying my best. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh this is the uh the struggle of living, right? Um so now that we now that it took us fucking five years to get through <laughs> what? what the fuck? One article. <laughs> All right, so as we correctly anticipated while we were recording last week's episode, while at time of recording they were actively voting on the uh, Scott County garbage resolution, right? Um, those, those are uh, 11 to 4 to send that resolution. Um, you love to see when Mayor Gordon hates it. Um, is that noise back? What's that? Yeah, they're back. They're just vacuuming. Keep oh, going. Okay, all right. Few. Um, it's okay. Steve K., Hannah Legree, Susan Lamb, and oh, I keep forgetting Catherine Plowman. Yeah. The oh yeah, of Kathy Fullerman. You want to share with us about this map you have set up in Lame Studios? Because well, I don't finish, think finish your let's finish oh, some shit. stories. We can talk let's about that in the middle. Finish some stories. Fuck guys, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. ADHD episode of Lame. I don't want to hear it. I'm undiagnosed. I don't want to. Um... So it's kind of listen, folks. Um, 
when this whole Scott County girl, I hope Lexington loses this case and I hope we end up having to spend a lot of money to go back to Republic, um, for, uh, that, for their, uh, garbage service. However, have folks, have you considered, has a Lexington County, uh, urban County government simply considered starting their own state run enterprise? Have they considered simply national, uh, municipalizing garbage collection? Couldn't be so hard, right? Right. 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 No. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, there was a there was a, a work session today, and um, the uh, only thing of real interest that I saw, uh, I tuned in halfway through. Um, I'm if there was any interesting uh, new business on the agenda, I wouldn't have noticed it. Um, but uh, James Brown and um, came to give uh, to do his little presentation on a task for neighborhoods in transition um that whole they're scraping the fucking walls i don't know if you all ever read house of leaves um <laughs> but this is what it feels like it feels like i'm recording uh in this episode in the labyrinth charlie you need to go and charlie charlie please cool kill the demon beast that that governs this architecture would you we will um write to your family if you were lost uh <laughs> Um, anyway, so Hillary Angelusi made this um, thing, uh, made this thing. That was what it was. Uh, it was pre- they said it was presented by James Brown and Hillary Angelusi in the notes. And I did not get to clock what if this is. And I'm just assuming it because it's Lexington, that this is the same Angelusi as all the other Angelusis that work in real estate. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. But who knows? She probably works for the city. Everyone's related in real estate in this town. Yeah, God, I'm immediately cooking in this building, too. Um, so there's a few interesting notes from the slides um, about how they're going to do gentrification, how they're going to stop the gentrification, right? And um, what are these noises? I've Don't ne- worry about it. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. The wall this demons. A hair, hair-brained wall demons trying to ruin my podcast. Um, so... Uh, there's some um, interesting things they were, you know, identifying certain reasons why, uh, you know, they're not and they're not calling it gentrification here. As Steve K would go on to say, I don't like calling it gentrification. Um, I like calling it displacement. Um, and I mean, like, sure. Right. Be like, why not? He's like he says he doesn't like it because development um, in, in, uh improvements to the area should not be called gentrification. And I'm like, well, if they're disproportionate, then they are. Um, but whatever. I mean, he, I mean, he and I agree the net effect that we're trying the, uh, the final outcome that we're trying to both trying to stop is the same. It's displacement from neighborhoods. Right. Um, so, I don't know, guys, there's lots of corporate, lots of, uh, not lots of like dumb court, I guess would, I would call it corporatees, but it's, you know, whatever the NGO uh, or whatever the uh, like nonprofit nonprofitees, I guess. I don't know. Um, so uh, one of the more interesting things of uh, new policies to roll out. Um, this is section B item four. Uh, this is a suggestion draft a statements that landlords could proactively choose to include in their residential rental agreements, i.e. leases that says the owner will alert long-term renters such as five years or more when they take action to sell the property. Um, this is curious to me because it's just a suggestion to the landlords <laughs> like, and this is, and this is the core issue that we're coming across in Lexington is that 
we live in a governmental system that is so deeply, deeply, deeply affected by the rise of neoliberalism, right? How it is all about, we, we are a government that is designed around markets and how does a government designed around markets stop gentrification, which is fundamentally a market force, right? How do we, and the only answer is full communism now. Um, I'm kidding, but I mean, basically. Full Lexington Soviet. Full Lexington, yeah, the Lexington Soviets must rise up. Um, but the, I mean, like, the fact that we don't even have the power to demand that leases, the fact that they're like, um, that they could, that landlords could proactively choose to include, like, what does, like, that's not... Pretty please landlords. There's no, it's not, there's, that's not, this. okay, okay, market people, that's not even an incentive structure. If you want to talk, it's not even an, like, it's just nothing, right? Um, uh, another one that I found interesting under uh, section B was point seven, create a resource guide for neighborhoods to conduct their own assessment of their neighborhood's character, urban fabric, and history. And I find this curious because if you're not from Kenwick, what are you going to find? Like, <laughs> like you're like, if you're in like Chevy Chase, you're going to find, you're like, oh, maybe I don't want to learn about my history. <laughs> that's the, like, I mean, like, I guess that that's part of the elaborate, elaborate thing. Like, like, uh, you're living out in, um, you know, uh, lands down and you're like, you're like, row, row. I, I lived under a, a racial covenant. Um, I actually don't know. I'm just assuming that, uh, that, uh, there was a racial covenant. It's probably accurate. It probably was. Um, I don't know. I actually, that's something I actually don't know about. Um, if someone feels offended, if someone who lives in Lansdowne feels offended by me joking about, uh, Lansdowne having a, a restricted covenant, um, grow up. Should have uh, not voted for Bill Farmer. Jr. Should have not voted for Bill Farmer Jr. How about that? <laughs> We'll, however, be asking you humbly to give us a five-star review. Game respects game, I hope. Um, section E is really interesting. It's, a, it's called the identification of priority areas to focus resources, right? So I'm like, this is a bad one, um, if you ask me, because, um, right, the whole point, of, the whole reason gentrification exists is unequal development, Right. Um, or, you know, partially, I mean, the rent gap, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that isn't, you know, whatever. But they, the first line of this, uh, of section E is, says this, quote, resources are not restricted to these areas and should not be provided solely on the basis of membership of a protected class, right? So, why even identify the areas? I'll ask you, why even identify the, you've seen TIFFs, you all remember our great, episode on tiffs right tiff talks look it up baby um we talked about these sort of uh sort of um geographically oriented uh things and um i don't know um okay essential attributes to measure vulnerability to to involuntary displacement right here's some things that quote that qualify you for this right um, if you may, if your median income is less than 30% of the area in uh, area median income, which, um, shockingly is a lot of people in Lexington. I was looking at the math that they had provided with this and it was kind of spooky, um, high minority population. Um, and for those of you, uh, who can't read in the crowd, um, they have in parentheses here, non-white, um, <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, low mean home sale price and low owner occupancy rate. Well, no shit. Um, of course, if you don't own your house, you're not going, it, it, the chances of you getting involuntary displaced are higher because you don't, you have no power. Um, 
there's uh they they have a uh they have a few other possible like uh demographic things to take into consideration are people that are like 60 and 80 percent area mean income if they're senior population educational attainment uh area foreclosures what is that it sounds like a fucking f it's someone <laughs> guys i'm going insane i'm sorry they're, I... just, they're just doing a deep clean uh, they're doing a deep doing a deep clean today folks um This is Jennery whispering, "Sweet nothing." Well, in your I ear. Ju- yeah, sweet nothing's in your. I well, I was as re as I was reading this halfway through, I just realized I didn't bring my laptop to cut this show on. <laughs> so we'll, shop talk. So we'll see when this episode even gets out, folks. Um, I'm losing my fucking mind over here. Uh, there's too many confounding factors here. Yeah, the they, vacuum. We got the heat. We got the fucking. Yeah, there's a suggestion that they have paper. that they ask a GIS to help them identify these areas, which I find funny. I love how one department of government is just signing another department up for work. Um, like very funny. Hey, they will do it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Richard Maloney had some thoughts about this, and um, I think uh, Richard Maloney, he's at large. He's not on the map. He's in the right there. Yeah, I I love how it's. I can't even read that. Well, it's, it's too tiny. It's too either. just for you, right? Because we'll I talk was... about it in the middle. <laughs> right, the right. Shit, shit, folks. If you want to hear about the map, you have to stay to the middle. Um, so uh, Maloney. I mean, look. Okay, the man has some sort of a uh, speaking impediment, and it's kind of difficult to listen to him talk. Um, and also, uh, once he gets into his swing, you sort of get um. I get sort of lost in his sort of a uh, lullabilic tones and um, I wasn't as a result. I, and I was watching it live. I couldn't turn back the clock. So um, as a result, I was just like, wait, what? what? Um, but he kept talking about uh, um, what, what we were up to in the nineties. He's like, you know, we had vacant lots in the nineties. And I was like, okay. And he kept talking about how he got ball homes involved. Evil, evil, evil corporation, by the way. Um, and uh, Habitat for Humanity, and he's like, we expanded the boundary, and he's like, which I know some of you don't want to hear. Some of you all don't want to hear this, um, which is funny. Um, my favorite fucking thing that he said was, uh, after what happened in Miami yesterday, I don't know if we even want to build up. <laughs> yes, all all high-rises now are evil. All high-rises should not be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was... Um... Of course, I mean, look... I look. We're in a world. There's your problem, but everyone knows that high rise in Miami collapsed because of um, uh, uh, negligence by the owner. Well, this um, was um, it's a landlord. This was uh, Street Sweeper said this on Twitter. Oh, what did Street Sweeper um, say to us? Like, our number like, one hater. It, well, no, we love him. I love him, but he is our number one it's hater. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> he had a great tweet. Loved it. it was, he was like, "It's not like we have any any buildings in Lexington that recently collapsed because of salt water damage." Hell yeah, you're uh, Peter Bourne. You're very correct. Um, if only you would love me. Um, but <sighs> yeah, I know you're talking about Steve K's reports. Um, I have uh, so we have some reports from our city council. Um, uh, two very nor two very boring points. One very funny point. Point number one: James Brown would like to thank Officer Klein for helping his son with his car on New Circle Road yesterday. Thank you, Officer Klein. Thank you, Officer Klein. Um, we are will be coming for your badge shortly. I. <laughs> um, and this is the insane one. Uh, Amanda Blesdo um, def- uh, defended her no her vote on no knocks, right? And she made she had a correct point to make about but it. She right? doubled down. 
Oh, yeah, it's a doubling down. But she had a very correct point to make about it. She said, um, I mean, she's right. UK police department, state police, even the sheriff still can do no-knock raids. Um, and they don't have to have a body camera. They don't have to do anything, right? Um, so it's, you know, these things can actually still happen. Um, and she's like, so that's why I voted no, because I'd rather have our, you know, body camera Lexington police department doing it. And I'm like, no, uh, it's any chance to stop a cop is a chance to stop a cop. You know what I mean? Um, don't, 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 uh, don't pick and choose at this. Uh, and then final throwaway one, McKern moves to go into a closed, um, session to discuss this. I can't even, it's like not even mental sometimes it's just my body's like you need to stop speaking right now um jesus are you they're going to close session i'm gonna yeah they're going to close session to discuss a sale of a property um and with that i yield my time i wish the woman i mean maybe this is just her retribution maybe she actually hates that we do the podcast so she is now taking up arms against us well she had no way of knowing that we were doing the podcast today well maybe she just heard us going she's like that's fucking it i'm turning on my vacuum okay we'll see you in the middle I oh, yeah, we will you guys are listening to lame the lexington administration marxist experience this is the middle bit of the show i'm aaron Oh, and I'm generally just getting a little sleepy here in the zone now, picking Fucking a new energy for the mid uh, losing middle it. section. Folks, I am, I don't know what I, today was a very normal day, too. I don't know what to say. So, Aaron, what, what do you have for us in the middle so section we have, here? Well, um, we got contacted by none other than Richard Young. Yeah, and it was... With, it was scary the, because every subject line smiling woman. Yeah, well, it's it's scary whenever I run into Richard Young because I, I it's you know I never pick the time and day and he just rolls up with seven blacked out SUVs that encircle me <laughs> and it's always like oh hey Jeremy what's up how's it going but I'm like yeah, I'm I'm in danger. <laughs> so anyway, it turns out yeah that this that, is absolutely that, insane that smiling woman we the were smiling woman the Jokerified woman is actually state representative Kelly, Kelly Flood. Flood. <laughs> absolutely so fucking insane can you imagine i <laughs> what calculus do these politicians run in their brain like like it... <laughs> that had to that cannot have been a coincidence that uh she or no it had to have been a coincidence that she just sat there like there's no possible way she could have been like all right well, i want to be make seen the conscious there. decision well, to just like sit in the view of the camera there's no way she could have known no i think there. well i mean but the, you got to consider the number one uh, the number one way that local politicians understand campaigning is merely presence right mm -hmm. that's why they keep going to all this shit because they don't all they know is just showing they just need to see that they just need to be seen at places right? see the next step is to give kelly flood some of the bernie sanders mittens and then Dumb. we'll have then we'll have the, the the kelly flood is our own special psychopath and i don't think we need to um try and uh i don't know i i love her for just for just the way she is um our joker in chief <laughs> um we've been we've been teasing you for uh, all of side a in fact um we were talking about this mysterious map um that's not that, mysterious to me i can well, see it right the now listeners don't know it's in lame it. studios folks you should come out and see it sometime also before before we get into the map oh shit listen. wait <laughs> <laughs> one more one more thing i want to say you know we're all recording right. this on a tuesday 
All right, normally you're like, oh, well, it's it, we release lame on Thursdays or Fridays. Fuck you, it's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all I had to say. You're not even giving... No, I don't need to give a reason. Then why even bring it up? I just wanted to say fuck you. Jesus, you can... All right. Anyway. I would never do that to you, dear listener. I would never. I would never. I would only... There's only one person that I'm incessantly rude to on this podcast, and it's my co-host and my co-host only. Take that personally. It's was meant to be okay so this map all right let's finally get into it we're done with the shenanigans we're done dancing around well this is i mean the map is a bit of a dance itself so i emailed i emailed gis uh, a while ago like hey can you please send me a map of all the city council districts i'm doing a podcast i didn't say that yeah what do you then why did you say it well because never mind all right the listeners hate Aaron. the listeners know you're doing a podcast because they're listening to it i'm doing a podcast (laughs) and i need to know the council districts because we had that one sheet of paper and that was getting kind of tedious and i threw that paper away so we know (laughs) (laughs) so now so now we have a map and it's 36 by 40 and if you email gis you too can have this map for free. Well, uh, the PDF anyway. You have to print it yourself. Yes. Um, and it's all the city council districts. And I just took a bunch of post-it notes and wrote the districts and who represents each one. And then in a big post-it note, I wrote all the at-large people. So it's pretty cool. It's it has, difficult for me to read, folks. Well, that's a you problem. There. I know. Well, I'm just so far away from it. should have been born with better eyesight. I know. Wow, that's so fucked up. Aaron is ableist. Um... Anyway, we we are. I mean, look. Okay, we're we're an audio based medium, right? I love the color you scheme on. You this don't have map. to see. No, to yeah. This pod. Yeah, but this color scheme. On the this color map scheme. Is absolute this is, garbage. This is, no, I think it's. I was gonna say it's good. Uh, I don't like it because there's too many similar colors. That's what I love. It's all good colors. It's all green. No, but they're too similar. Purple, but I love that. Because they're okay. Look at see District Three. Yeah. And uh, District. Three, five, and seven. If you're looking at them on the key, it's kind of difficult. You can well, tell yeah. part of the map. I think it's good. All right. Anyway, like email email GIS. They'll send you one for free. Tell them Lane Pod sent you. They will mm. have no idea. What yeah, that they're means. like, what the fuck does? <laughs> I was getting it printed, and the guy at the shop was like, "I oh, do you work with the government?" And I'm like, "No, I'm just have a podcast." And you said that? Yeah, I said I said I'm just putting it up on my wall. Oh my god. Well, then don't. Got it. I mean, a podcaster's job is a serious one. That's don't right. joke with us. Don't say if you didn't say you were a podcaster. Don't say Jesus, it. Jesus, I'm just getting attacked on all fronts. Here. We, we report the truth here, right. folks. The whole truth, in, nothing var- the in various truth. versions of it. Various ver- Look, we're an editorial podcast. We're not a news podcast. Whoa. I mean, it's basically true. Whoa. There's a big um, distinction there. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess so. Anyway, um, we have socials. Oh, you can follow us on we're Twitter. We're still in the middle section. That's you can follow crazy. us on Twitter at LamePod. You can email us. What track am I going to choose for this middle section? You can, you can email us at LexLamePod at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Sign our guest book at LamePod.NeoCities.org. That's right, ladies and leave gentlemen. Leave us a review. Make yourself a little NeoCities account yes. while you're at it. Leave us a review on, on iTunes. That's what all the kids are using. Yes, literally. Five stars. No more, no less. Uh-huh. Um... And with that, oh, we have stickers too. We've been saying it for a while. Free stickers. Email us. Email us. We'll mail them to you for, for free. free for zero dollars. Zero dollars, folks. You, you just all you have to do is express interest in wanting a sticker, and you will have one. 
yeah. within three to you five could business days. You could be enemy. You could be like, I hate you, but I want the sticker for my own nefarious purposes. They're we'll beautiful be like, stickers. They're really good, high quality. And on that, let's go to side B. Whoa. You guys are listening to side B of the Lexington administration Marxist experience. I'm Aaron. I'm January. The B is for boo. The side B is A is for, better. The B is for best side. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. The B is for better than side A. Yeah. What's today's date? Today is the 29th of June. Yeah. 2021. If you're listening to, if you're listening to today on the 29th, lucky you. Pride Month's almost over, folks. It's almost illegal to be gay. Finally. Jesus. I've been, I've been just, I've been so inconvenienced by these gays on the street. <laughs> I'm like, God, when will it be America Month again? Well, it's coming up soon here Very this soon. weekend, 4th of July Uncle, weekend. Uncle Get Sam, ready. Uncle Sam is about to is about Get ready to, for uh, barbecues, barbecues and ribs and fireworks. fireworks Josh courtesy McKern. Of, courtesy of RJ Corman. Yeah, may he rot in hell. That's right. Um, um and our our lovely mayor tweeted that out today. And speaking of our mayor, Oh yeah. We have we're continuing our read through of the city charter. Oh no way. How exciting. Yes. So we're going to be talking about who is who is the mayor? Who is the mayor? Who is the mayor? What do they do? Why do they exist? What is their purpose? What is their goal? What do they get at the grocery store? Mm. All these questions and more. Answered in the charter. In this episode of Lane. Oh. Um, so this is part two of our uh, charter series. Uh, I don't remember when part one aired, like two weeks ago, something like that. So long ago these days. I can't so long ago we talked it. about the city council. Um, we are going to be talking about the mayor, and then in the next uh, installment, we're going to be talking about the administration, all the bureaucracy and stuff. So keep it keep it tuned for that. So uh, the first the first thing that the charter starts off with is the uh, general uh, generality of what is the mayor, what do they do, and the uh, TLDR is vested with all executive and administrative power in Lafagaga. That's it, in one sentence. I mean, yeah. All right. Thank you. Well, it's happened again. <laughs> it's happened again, folks. <laughs> um, so they uh, have to get elected, obviously. They have a term of office and they have qualifications. What are they? They have uh, the mayor serves four-year terms. They assume the first uh, the office on the first Monday in January, and they are elected in even-numbered years. No person can be mayor for three or more terms. Again, keeping with this rule of 12. Yeah, this numerology is very interesting because the district, uh, the council district people also are twelve. Yeah, and the at large people are twelve. Jesus had twelve disciples. Jesus and they had twelve were the disciples. 12, twelve tribes of Israel. Twelve is a very significant number 12, in Lexington. Twelve months. There are twelve districts. Yeah, I, I thought we said that. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, no, the district people. There are twelve districts. The councilors are have twelve year terms. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Twelve yeah, so. is divisible by one, two, three, and six, and four. What do you get when you add all those numbers up together? One plus two is three. Plus three is oh six. My God, plus four doing it. is ten. I plus six is sixteen. Sixteen. Now, what? Any sixteen-based number here? If you the mayor plus all the counselors, that's sixteen people. <laughs> wow. We're, all okay. this numerology shit. We're about to the, run out of uh, we're about to run out of tape over here. Yes. Perhaps we um, do your side. A qualified they must be a qualified voter and a resident of Lafukaga for at least three three years prior for filing for office. 
um, and they must continue to reside in Lexington for the duration of their term. Kind of, yeah, kind of strange to you have to be a qualified voter because that lets you just change what it means to be a qualified voter mm-hmm. and also change. Fucked up. Well, because so so that means the mayor can't move to uh, like Georgetown. Yeah, um, good. Which I don't know why you would want that. Can you imagine if they're just like, yeah, I'm piecing <clears throat> out. So their current salary is somewhere in the range of like $150,000. Which is absolutely insane. I think the mayor should maybe make 30000 a year. Um, and that's how much the, um, what do you call them? Counselors? The counselors. Oh, make. shit, never mind. I called it. I forgot yeah. I need that information. The counselors make that much money. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so the mayor makes about 150000 The counselors make 33000 You can check God. this on the Herald Leader, Kentucky.com. Anyway... Um, that is their compensation. It was originally like talks about this. What the Herald Leader says this? Yeah, they have their little database. Oh, that's cute. I love yeah, they'll look up little employee lookup. You can look up any public employee. Oh wow! And they have one that. for UK people too. Terrifying. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the mayor has some power and authority. What is it? What are they? What can they do? Uh, first off, they have the power to um put a halt on evictions. They have the power to force feminize the entire city. Well, here we were. Uh, welcome back, jokes. I, <laughs> finally, Mayor Linda Gordon has been just uh, just been putting um, uh, just putting free. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, you know the joke, guys. I'm dying. Mayor, the mayor is authorized to supervise, administer, and control departments created by LFUCG unless otherwise specified. They also appoint department commissioners subject to confirmation by a majority of the council. They must consult the chief administrative officer on all appointments. We'll get into more of the CAO. Love uh, the CAO stuff. Um, Appointments to uh, all appointments involving department commissioners must be accompanied by a written statement by the mayor and CAO indicating qualifications. So the kind of a tag team there between the mayor and the CAO. We have um, appointments to boards and commissions. Do, boards and commissions do not need to be confirmed by the council unless otherwise specified. So the council has to approve uh, department commissioners, but boards and just appointments to boards and commissions do not need to be confirmed. Um, they are authorized to require executive officers of LFUCG to submit written or oral reports relating to the welfare and general business of the merged county government. They are authorized to inspect the books, records, and official papers of any department, board, commission, office, or agency. They are authorized to attend those meetings. They also have specific powers. Wow. They preside on all council meetings, and they vote in the case of a tie. Remember last episode, or last time, we talked about um, how the the vice mayor steps in whenever the uh, mayor can't fulfill their duty. They prepare Thank and submit. You, Steve K. They prepare and submit an annual report to Lafaga on or before the 13th of January each year, and then uh, this one will have more detail once we get to Article Eight. But they submit to the council an annual operating and capital capital improvements budget. Love to see it. I think we talked about that early on. Yeah, we talked about some of that. Um, they also have the power to call special meetings of the council. They sign all written contracts or obligations and administer capital improvement projects authorized by ordinance. Those are the specific powers. Wow. They also have veto powers. What can the, what can the mayor veto? The mayor can veto. It's two thirds. Uh, no. They can approve or disapprove ordinances and resolutions except for 
They cannot veto revisions or amendments to the charter. Whoa. They cannot veto redistricting of council districts. Wicked, love they that. They cannot veto operation of internal affairs of the council. Huh. And they cannot veto authorization of, or conduct of investigation by the council. Love that, good. Yeah, so any basically anything the council does, they can't um, Council says, do. get in line, Mary. Separation Gordon. of powers here we have. I mean, yeah, you would have some checks and balances we're going to get into. Yeah, like there's any <clears throat> like there's any check on <laughs> in Lexington. So resolutions the mayor has veto power over will be presented to them for consideration. Mm. Um, if they approve the resolution, it's obviously signed. If it's disapproved, they can veto, and it's returned to the council with a veto message, saying no. Saying, well, it says you have to say why. Oops, an error has occurred. Please, please try again later. Let's see in the, and they did this a lot. Andy did this a lot in the last legislative session because they would be like. A lot of, he's like, try again. Senate bill XYZ vetoed because it's, it's dumb. Love no, that. but he would, he would put like vetoed because of, uh, you know, ABC reason. Um, so the council has to overturn. This is interesting by a three fifths majority. Yeah. 10 votes. It's yeah. curious. Um, well, nine, I believe. Because there's 15 of them. The veto, I don't know. The article I was reading the other day was talking about them needing a veto, them needing 10 to hold to veto something. That possibly, that could be a two third. That is, yeah, that would be a two thirds because it's um, fifths, one fifth is a third. So nine votes to overturn. One fifth is a third. One, because there's 15. What? <laughs> there's one. There's not, what? <laughs> there's 15 people on the council, right? Yeah. Five of them make up a third of the council. Yeah. So 10 of them make up two thirds of the council. Okay, I'm with you. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Anyway, so nine of them is three fifths. Why is it three fifths? Fucking, I don't know, more numerology shit. Um, if a mayor does not approve. Three, three fifths because they believe very strongly in the three fifths compromise. Precisely. Um, if the mayor does not approve or disapprove a resolution within 10 days of initial passage, it goes into effect. So they can't pocket veto. No pocket veto allowed, Your Honor. The mayor can disapprove specific dollar amounts in resolutions with standard veto procedure. So if the council is like, we need $27 trillion for, for Nicholasville Road, the mayor can be like, no, we need more. Mm, I love that. I veto that. God, I wish. You know how cool Nicholasville Road would be. <laughs> um. If the mayor mysteriously dies, resigns, or is removed, or moves out of Lexington. Huge. The vice mayor will become temporary mayor with the powers of the normal mayor. If the vacancy opens within two years of the next scheduled election, the vice mayor remains the mayor until the next election. But if it's more than two years. If it's more than two years, the vice mayor will serve until the next city council election, at which time there will be a special election to fill the remainder of the city's, the, the mayor's term. So, like, Mayor Gordon is coming up on her term limit. So if she were to become incapacitated in her first two years as mayor, between uh, that, that and then the next city council election, there would be a special election. Vice mayor. mayor Steve K., we believe in you. Temporary mayor, acting mayor Steve K. Acting mayor Steve K. The council can create an order of succession should the vice mayor refuse or also become incapacitated. Bro, you got to consider, you always got to consider what happens to your other guy. Who's who's next in line? I don't know. Is in a different part of the charter. Ooh, we'll find that out later. Once the vice mayor or any other Steve council K. member becomes mayor, they shall cease to be a council member. 
during their term as mayor. Oh, sad. I really thought they're like, yeah, now I'm power. Now I'm double power. Their seat is well, actually kind of their seat is declared vacant and subject to the filling vacancies, as outlined in, in section four, oh. which means that they can appoint their own successor. Hell yeah, this is so good. Steve K's hand-picked successor to the at-large district. The hardliner. Yeah. Bill Farmer Jr. Strongman Bill Farmer Jr. <laughs> running this. T- um, whoever fills in for mayor will get the same compensation as mayor, right? So if you are, you know, handle agree and you just miraculously become the mayor, um, then now you're making 150K. How sad. Precisely. Uh, deeply depressing that we pay a mayor that much money. But the police chief, I think, makes more. They're around the same. It's either a little bit more or a little bit less, but it's in that triple six this is figure. so fucking depressing, guys. This is so miserable. Which you can all look it up. It's on Kentucky.com. Look at the no public figure that salary. much money, especially not them. <laughs> especially not them. So we, have, we talked about a vacancy. What happens if the mayor becomes absent or incapacitated? Which I guess is different than a vacancy. If the mayor or like I'm, I'm going to be gone for two weeks. Good luck. Yes. Well, I mean, this is more of like a health thing. So if the mayor or a panel created by the council of three qualified medical experts deem the mayor physically or mentally incapable of performing their duties, the vice mayor shall become temporary. Mayor. Oh, this is some real. Uh, this is this some is real fucking 24th, 25th, 25th Amendment shit. I love that. Yeah. If the mayor declares themselves unfit for office, it is their responsibility to do so. So the mayor can just be like, I'm unfit. Um, guys, I'm feeling a little ill. Uh, I'm out. I love a, that. If the panel of Very... three declares the mayor unfit, it is the, the responsibility of the panel to declare, obviously. Yes. Um, whoever fills in for the mayor has the same powers as the mayor. Cool. Then uh, that's, that's really all for um, filling in. And now we're going to talk about the appointment powers of the mayor. All right. Okay. okay. The mayor. The mayor appoints administrative aides and yeah. personal secretaries as required, subject to funding approval by the council. Yeah, I need to hire just fifty guys. <laughs> All administrative aides are exempted from classified service positions in the charter. We're going to get to classified versus unclassified here pretty this soon. This is exciting, folks. This is something I'm actually excited to learn about. All secretaries appointed by classified civil servants, so they, they get to appoint all secretaries classified by civil service provisions, shall retain rights and benefits thereof. Others are exempt. All right. They, so there's this, there's this position called the chief administrative officer. Yeah. What's up with them? They are there to provide professional assistance and continuity in the administration of the Lafagaga. Well, that's good. I mean, continuity is very important because, um, you know, on one hand, that is the deep state. But on the other hand, um, I mean, we all see what happens when um, uh, a bunch of idiots show up and they're like, what, what, what actually goes on here? Precisely. Yeah. And so the council selects and employs the CAO. Um, you can't be the chief administrative officer if you have an educational if you unless you have an educational background dude that's awesome if you have a degree you can't be this <laughs> no you have to have you have to have an educational background in public administration or governmental management that's curious um if you are a music major 
and you don't have a background you don't have an educational background in public administration sorry yeah well you should do an arts admin degree at uk it's Mm -hmm. what everyone's doing become an artist in resident i promise you the field is a many and great i would love to give a huge shout out to um uh, katarina stoikova um for uh stoikova um which i believe it's i don't know look i've met i've met the woman many times and i feel bad that i don't know how to pronounce her name um it's so funny though that uh when they i think uh when blesda was announcing it she also didn't know how to how to say her name which i thought was funny anyway big shout out to winning whatever that art program thing was grant from the government love that that was good for you general secretary of art see you can't be general secretary of something specific secretary of art thank you all right anyway yeah you can't be you can't be the cow unless you have an educational background in governmental management or public admin um you can be you are allowed to be a non-resident of the city and you're also allowed to be a non-resident of the state uh-huh. um at the time of selection but you must move to lexington within okay, six months okay. well that's a don't fucking lead me on like this i can't believe this but yes yeah, you so all you had can... me getting going you thought we so you could get fucking like george soros to come in and be the cow but then um You'd have to move to Lexington within six months. George Soros must move to Lexington by six months or else we will start killing hostage. <laughs> the cow can be fired by a three-fifths majority of the council vote in the first year of service. Wow, just nine. Just nine guys decided you need to go and you're out. Or gals. Nine guys decide you need to go <laughs> and you're out. Um, after the first year, after the first year, though, they can be fired for any reason but they must be given a six month notice and they or a six month severance pay nice um and then after so so that was for the first year but after that first year once they've served a year and then they've served the first year then the council has to have a good reason for firing them like willful neglect of duty um which is also done by a three-fifths vote um provided the council give the cow a written statement of charges against them um, and afford an opportunity for public hearing by the council within 30 days. The cow can be represented by council and present evidence and may appeal to courts for uh, any decision of the council to remove them. The council can never remove the cow by reducing their pay. Good. What are the powers and administrative duties of the cow? Let's see. Direct administrative control of supervision of the super and supervision of the office and administrative services um, is one of them. They can recommend to the mayor persons to be appointed as department commissioners. They also are allowed to supervise and control all departments created by Article Six of the Charter or by ordinance pursuant thereto. The commissioner of which shall report directly to the cow. Uh, they serve as a liaison, this is the main thing, between the mayor, agencies, boards, and commissions. They recommend to the mayor the annual operating and capital improvement budgets. They make reports to the mayor and council concerning the operations, affairs, and future needs of Lafagaga. They examine accounts, records, and operations of every department, and they perform duties of the mayors that are prescribed within the bounds of the charter. Got that? I'm intently listening and deeply paying attention and not at all getting heat stroke in this apartment. <laughs> It's more important that the listener got it. The main thing is that they're the liaison. They do yeah, a whole bunch of I stuff got, behind the scenes. I got the liaison. I was like, good yep. word. So um, that's basically what the mayor does but um, and the cow. But let's 
this very short notice here, a very little side note here. What is Whoa. what is what is unclassified or classified silver? Oh, well, we're getting it right now. Yes. Whoa. All right. Fuck. No reason to even tune back in next time. You're getting everything today, so I, baby. So I emailed. I emailed none other. This is this is from the desk of Civic Lexington. No fucking way. I asked them, "What's the difference?" Guys, you can't. <laughs> no wonder why they've been hounding me recently. <laughs> Straight, straight from straight from Civics Lexington, in the desk, the desk of Richard Mullet. <laughs> I can't do. It. I was trying to do a mix between Maloney and Young, but that didn't work. What are you? Why? I don't know. They're not. Anyway, because um, oh, is it because they have the same first name? Yeah. That, is that was that it? That's it. Wow. Fuck. All right. No. No. That's great. Yeah. No. 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 Let's keep this one up. Richard Maloney. <laughs> um. Richard anyway. Mung. Anyway, so uh, Richard Mung, that's good. I got, I just got redirected to the uh, to the civil service handbook. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, what is a classified civil servant? You it, can't ask the question twice. I'm asking it twice. Like, I'll ask it a third a, a time. Professor, I'm begging you, please. We must first ask ourselves what is civil and what is a servant. No, um, unless otherwise provided by law, all city positions are in the classified civil service. After successful completion of six months, probation period, probationary period, no employee in the classified civil service will be reprimanded, suspended, dismissed, or reduced in grade or pay for any reason except for inefficiency, misconduct, insubordination, violation of law involving moral turpitude. Uh, Richard Young says this is a shitty union. Bad union. Love that. Thank you, Richard, for getting to the heart of that one. Bad shit union. Um, it's like, well, because, yeah. And then unclassified is basically everybody else. Um Unclassified civil servants positions are exempted from the classified civil service. They include elected officials and persons appointed to fill vacancies in elective offices. The cow, the department commissioners of all executive departments and the temporary seasonal part-time employees. And also, finally, without further ado, all persons employed to conduct special inquiries, investigations or studies of or for the city. Have the city councilors considered unionizing? That would be fun. This could be a fun. Now you may be at home saying, like, well, the city councilors are the um, premier um, uh, democratic body in Lexington, and um, why would a uh, why would a uh, you may you may say that they're a democratized workforce? But I don't know if I believe you. Who would they Who would they be unionizing against? Us. Oh fuck! <laughs> no, nah, in my funny world, they're, uni- they're unionizing against the mayor, even though they're above her. Um, they're like, uh, we're unionizing against you. And on that note, goodbye. It's happened again. It, uh, folks. I don't even know. If it will. It didn't happen to me. I've we've been... like we've wasted a perfectly good hour. <laughs> perfectly good hour. Perfectly good evening. Even the recording I wouldn't, episode of Lane. I wouldn't call this a perfectly good evening. I am. It is, folks. It is like a uh, like a sweltering Mississippi summer over here, and I am uh, made the mistake of wearing a three piece cotton suit to record in. Our esteemed executive producer is Charlie Carey. Charlie Carey, try not to fuck up the printer next time. Our our stickers Love are you. by Claire Thompson. ClaireThompsonArt.com. dot Our Music is mixed by Mr. Taman Paula. You can follow us on Twitter at Lampod. You can email us 
at LexLamePod at gmail.com. And even though Civic Lex actually puts out an awareness campaign to avoid podcasters whenever they hear us say it, this is lame. Have you, how's your, how's your, uh, how's your, um, uh, how's your PayPal, how's your uh, pen pal thing going? Oh, well, Blake Hall, uh, Blake Hall text. I need to get back to Blake Hall. Fuck. You're doing, you're recording a podcast and you're not getting back to Blake Hall. I'll get back to Blake Hall. Stop that. This is not the ASMR podcast. You want me to scream now? I'll, get back to I'll scream. I'll do it. <laughs>